0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet, so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com with Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com The Hammer and Nigel Show From Dallas, Texas, the flash apparently official, President Kennedy died at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 o'clock eastern standard time some 38 minutes ago it is the hammer and nigel show i'm jason hammer big nige is out today jerry lopez indy spanglish filling in and John Herrick, the news director for 93 WIBC, joins us in studio. John, you're a busy dude this time of year. You've got duties with IU. Uh, normally, you do some play-by-play for the high school championships, but tonight you got a really cool WIBC documentary. That's going to air at seven o'clock, and Nigel and I have talked about this before, John. We love these documentaries that the newsroom puts together, and there's another one tonight. Tell us about it.
1: Well, it's called One Day in Dallas. As you guys probably know, today is a very somber day, I think, in our country because it is the 60th anniversary of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. I think a day that changed America in so many ways, and I think some people are probably wondering, like, what could you possibly do in a documentary that hasn't already been said uh, about? the assassination of President Kennedy but there's actually some really cool archival audio you're going to hear from uh, some reporters that were on the scene that day uh, that was recorded in the late 2000s and Really, it, it kind of changed how news was covered uh, in, in America. This was, this was a day of chaos, man. I mean, you had the president getting shot and killed, and then you have his supposed assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, being taken to jail, and then he gets killed by Jack Ruby. And so you're going to hear from some of these reporters that were – Uh, on the scene uh, you're going to hear from some people who were uh, expecting to be reporting about the president's you know day that day what it was supposed to be like and then everything got thrown into a tuzzle and then the same thing happens when Jack Ruby goes up and kills Oswald and where there's a bunch of reporters standing not far from where that happened. So you're going to hear from people that were at the scene. Uh, you're even gonna hear from some Indianapolis news anchors what it was like for them on that day. Uh, so there's a lot of really cool archival audio that uh, we dig through for this uh for the 60th anniversary special.
0: And when you're going through all these archives, how long of a process does this take? Because again, this radio station, WIBC. We've been around for a long time, the biggest, strongest signal in Indiana, long heritage, long history. As the news director, when you decide, all right, I'm going to do a retrospective on this or that, and you get access to the awesome array of WIBC archives how long of a process does that take
1: well luckily I had a lot of help with this one Mike Thompson was fantastic with with his help on this he did a fantastic job and David wood is also great our program director uh, here at WIBC fantastic on on finding some old stuff and he's always got a lot of good ideas about what we can do when we come up on key anniversaries like this one um, thankfully YouTube is also a big help when you can get access to the public domain but we also have a, a reel to-reel back there we have a lot of tapes that um, sometimes it's hard to dust them off and and go and see if they even still work but a lot of them still do and we have a lot of uh, great ways to access uh, that audio and it, it's been a really big help and then of course when you're on a national level and you're gonna go see what you know a lot of these other news anchors uh, had to say from other markets uh it's it's a little bit easier to find that but uh stuff that's here it, it takes a while it takes some digging but
0: we don't mind doing it I know, unfortunately, like you said, this is a very somber day for us, but there, but there are two videos that I just remember very distinctly as mm-hmm. a kid and the assassination of the president and then following on the, 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 the murder, the killing of Lee Harvey Oswald. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, d- just to see the story and see, see it put together.
1: Yeah, and that's that's the other thing too. I mean, everybody has seen the Zapruder film. Everybody sees the, probably remembers the the TV footage uh, that day of seeing Ruby just walk right up to Oswald and shoot him. I mean, that stuff is crazy that happened in 1963. Can you imagine if that happened in 2023 with? Twitter and all the social media things we've got going on—that would still be uh, a chaotic scene. But uh, this was—we got to do it a little bit through a different perspective because this is audio-based. So we got to have engaging audio that's going to, you know, capture the listener's attention. And I think we've—I uh, think we've been able to do that with this one.
0: John Herrick is our guest. He's the news director here at 93 WIBC. Uh, coming up after our program tonight at seven o'clock, they've got a great 60th anniversary special in regards to the assassination of John F. Kennedy. uh, John, our news director, put this together. What did you learn in this process, John?
1: Well, a lot of people had some fantastic stories. Uh, There was one veteran KRLD reporter named Wes Wise. For those of you who don't know, KRLD, fantastic news talk radio station in Dallas. I mean, this was a guy that went to the scene of the assassination to get information and then um, he ran into a man he knew, who happened to be Jack Ruby, and interviewed him. And that was before all of that happened. Wes Wise has a fantastic story. You're going to learn a lot about Wes uh, in this special. You're going to learn a lot about uh, the the challenges that reporters had in those days of how do you get information that works, and how do you know when to put it on the air. If you remember, Walter Cronkite was very hesitant to report this on CBS News. It was so unbelievable. And how could you, how do you know when to report what was right? And they had pictures from the scene, and he couldn't even believe what he was seeing. So when he reports it, he's obviously very somber. Some reporters didn't even believe it to the point where they, would feel comfortable reporting it because it seemed so, uh, insane. So you, you get to witness throughout the special or, or listen to, I guess, how these people struggled with this crisis of conscience. How do you, how do you go about reporting on the air that this president, this man of great consequence, uh, is no longer with us and that you're going to end up with more questions than answers when people are asking you, the journalists, all these questions, and it's tough to get answers to them.
0: And 60 years later, this is still a story where people argue about. They have different opinions about. Uh, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories. There have been major news stories throughout the course of time. What is it about this? incident, the assassination of John F. Kennedy, that still creates so much debate, so many conversations 60 years later.
1: I think it's because you hear from different people all the time and you witness something that you didn't see before or you hear a reporter's perspective. You're going to hear from a lot of people who were either at the scene or near the scene or dealing with the ramifications of this. And you might be, I, I've heard some people say there was a conspiracy. Then they hear a reporter's account of it and then go, okay, I don't think there's a conspiracy. It seems like Oswald did it. But then you hear from other people and say, no, no, I definitely think there was more than one shooter. I mean, so everybody's opinions are changing. I think every year based on what you hear, uh, you, you you may find it tough after you hear the end of this special to even come away with a conclusion. And I think that's the challenging part every year is that, We, despite how crazy that day was and everybody scrambled to get information, we still don't know the complete story and we probably never will.
0: Walter Cronkite was the one that basically broke the story on the air. Mm -hmm. You got to keep in mind, 60 years ago, there were very few news outlets. There was no internet. You know, there was no social media. So you had to rely on the news anchor on the networks Was that a crowning moment in broadcast journalism? I
1: I think it was. And I I think the reason why is because I know some people say you shouldn't show emotion when you deliver the news, and for the most part, I agree with that. Sometimes, however, you are delivering news that is so impactful, so sad, and so tragic that if you don't show some emotion, people are going to look at you as you're not human. You're not empathizing with what the country is going through at the moment, and Cronkite did that. He took his glasses off. He was very somber and he couldn't believe what he was reporting, but he knew he had a job to do and he did it anyway. Uh, Some people struggle with that. And and I, I think I, I'm not Walter Cronkite. I'm not saying I am, but like the night of the riots, for example, when I was co-anchoring with Ethan Hatcher, Jason, I couldn't believe what I was having to report. You just don't, there's sometimes you're put in a situation like that as a reporter where you have to do what you have to do and and Cronkite was put in a very difficult situation maybe one of the most difficult positions any news anchor could ever be
0: in because it feels like anytime there's a massive story like this and we we see this today especially with everybody being on social media a lot of the earlier reports aren't necessarily true
1: yes and, and that and also they these reporters dealt with some of the same problems you didn't have social media back then but you had You know, reporters going to the scene and saying, okay, well, we'll, we're going to, this is the story we know we're chasing. And sometimes the story you chase is not the story you end up getting. Right. And that is, and and nobody would have thought that on, you wake up the morning of November 22nd, 1963, that the assassination of the president is the story you're going to get. And then you get information from people that you don't even know is true. I can't tell you how many times we get phone calls to the WIBC newsroom of people claiming they have a news tip and it's it's BS, it's false. So you it's trying to figure out what's true and what's false. That's been a challenge for I think news journalists forever, even with or with or without social media.
0: So tell us one more time, what can we expect at 7 o'clock tonight?
1: You're going to hear uh, a lot about the scene, how the day started for the president uh, leading up to uh, his decision to go uh, on on this uh trip to Dallas and what everything happened everything that ensued you know the story about the assassination but then all of the other archival audio that goes with it including some from secret service agents from journalists uh from not just in Texas but around the country uh it's it's going to be very gripping audio that I think you're really going to uh be immersed by I don't want to say enjoy because <laughs> it might be tough to take but no, it's going to be No but like audio.
0: I think it's okay to say yeah. enjoy because the way you guys put these things together it's a historical trip. It's a you know yes. trip down memory lane with audio and perspective, and if you're a history nerd or somebody just remembers these things,
1: yeah, it's okay. and I think t- this was an event that really, when I studied it in high school, this is what got me into history. I didn't like history very much, but then you study this event and you understand its historical impact, you then start to love history. At least that's the way it was for me. Maybe it'll have that impact for you if you hear the special tonight.
0: and if somebody can't be around a radio tonight, will this be posted online?
1: Yes, it will. It'll go up on wibc dot com later.
0: John Herrick, News Director. John, have a happy Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon.
1: All right. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too.
0: It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.